You are listening to Fruit Salad, a series by Pastor Bay Allen on the fruit of the Spirit from Galatians. Hello, good morning. Today we are in our third week of our series called Fruit Salad. We're going to be spending some time looking at the delicious variety of the spiritual soul food that we receive from the Holy Spirit and that we are to share with others in this great picnic of life. I encourage you to turn with me in your Bibles or an applicable app on your smartphones to Galatians chapter 5, starting with verse 22. Today's scripture is also going to be on the screen for your convenience. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So last week we spent some time in the fruit of the Spirit called joy. In this series, we're talking about how there is great variety in the fruit of the Spirit, how at different times in our lives, we experience different fruits. Perhaps we will not encounter love, joy, peace, patience. Perhaps we won't have evidence of all of these fruits in our lives all of the time, but we are talking about fruit and there are seasons there. Today, we're going to be looking at the fruit which I believe we can experience all year round. This is peace. Peace. I've titled this week's message, Peace That Passes. Peace. What do you think of when you hear that word? What comes to mind for you? I know what I think of growing up, the youngest of three boys. I didn't experience this word all that often when I was a child. We would play outside. Football. Plate, which was a game we made up. I'll tell you about that some other time. War. You name it. We were always running as fast as we could, doing as much as we could before the day ended. We were always as loud as we could be, shouting, yelling, sometimes singing Brian Adams, The Clash, or Pearl Jam at the top of our preteen lungs, sometimes out of key, usually out of key. Peace. It was not something that we looked for. Not something that we even looked forward to. Our parents would say, calm down, I need some peace. We didn't want peace. Peace meant that we were done being kids for the day. That Peter Pan had flown away, leaving us lost boys to finally grow up. Settle down, put away these stories, the make-believe. That's what peace meant. But now that this lost boy has grown up a bit, I get it. I understand the value of looking forward to peace at the end of a long day, the value of some peace and quiet after so much noise. What do you think of when you hear this word? How often do you really get to experience peace? How long does that usually last when you do experience peace in your life? This fruit of the Spirit is a wonderful gift. To experience peace is to experience a gift from God. And I say that because this world is so much noise. There is so much going on all around us, sucking us in like a shoelace into a vacuum cleaner. We're spinning round and around, getting more and more tangled and knotted with all that noise until it's next to impossible for us to get untangled. Just get a new vacuum cleaner, right? Peace is a gift from God. 
And for those that would argue there is no God, I hope you can at least enter into the notion that peace is not of this world. To experience peace seemingly goes against even Newton's law of inertia, you know, that an object at rest stays at rest, that an object in motion continues forward in that motion unless acted upon by an unbalanced force. In this world, we are in motion, always moving, always going. So if we are to enter into the rest, there is an unbalanced force that needs to enter into our situation. I'm saying that force is God entering in, stopping us in our tracks so that we can experience peace. Even in a world that is always going, piling more and more onto its plate, peace. Psalm 46.10 tells us, Be still and know that I am God. The psalmist writes this because God is able to calm us and give us rest because as far as, as, as far as this world goes, God is the unbalanced force, to use Newton's words. God is capable of getting us out of the motion and into the rest, into the peace. I want you to write down the word peace just on a piece of paper. Next to the letter P, write the word pause. Pause. Be still and know that I am God. Now, growing up, I had TV. You know, it's true. I played outside a lot, but I also had a TV. And I watched it quite a bit. Now, today's generation, the kids of today, don't know how good they have it. This is where I start to sound old, like a venerable 37-year-old. The kids today don't know how good they've got it. The technology that is taken for granted these days just blows my mind. It used to be if you were watching a TV show, you had to set time aside each week to watch that show. For instance, I have fond memories of watching The Wonder Years. It came on, I'm pretty sure, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Every week I was there in front of that blue screen watching The Wonder Years. But the point is, not when it aired, but that you set aside a time to watch it. You set aside a time to watch it when it aired. Now you can simply record your show. You push this little red button on your remote and you record the show. You can watch it whenever you want at your own convenience. You hit the little red button on your remote and you can rest easy with the peace of knowing that you can watch Cutthroat Kitchen whenever you want to on your terms. The other cool thing these days is Say you have to go to the bathroom or say your dog starts barking because they just went to the bathroom and you got to clean it up. Whatever the case is, there's this other little button. It's got these two little lines on it. And you push that button and it pauses. Whether you're watching something that was recorded or that you're watching it in real time, it pauses. How cool is that? That's the funny thing. Kids are watching more and more TV when they can pause it. Save it for later. Go outside and play. It'll be there when you get back. Pause. That's what God wants to do in our lives. Be still and know that I am God. Be still. God wants you to pause. When was the last time you experienced pause? A time where you just put everything on hold to experience some relaxation, some downtime. Going off the grid, putting your cell phone on vibrate, forgetting it home, at home on purpose. Pause. That's the first thing I want you to remember. The peace of God allows us to pause. The second thing, next to the letter E, 
Write the word enjoy. Enjoy. The peace of God allows us to enjoy, to savor the flavor of the daily recipe. This is where my parents would say things like, stop and smell the roses. Stop. That was what we experienced when we paused. But now, now that we're not go, 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 we get to enjoy what we're doing. The journey is only a part of the destination, but it is still a part of the destination. Enjoy the journey instead of worrying about the ending. Don't skip to the end of the novel to the last chapter. Enjoy reading each and every word. Enjoy the riches that you will receive, living in the details. My wife, she reads books really fast. I'm pretty slow. But I do soak in the details. I remember the color of the tapestry. I remember how many steps there were leading up to the entrance of the tall tower, 236. I remember the little nuances. But she reads tons of books. She says to me sometimes, it's like the author just wanted to add all kinds of useless information to have a bigger book. And I get it. Some people are like that. Skip to the ending. I, I, I get that. But sometimes there is beauty in enjoying the scenery, enjoying the setting, instead of merely seeing it as a means to the story. Enjoy the setting. Enjoy the scenery. Stop and smell the roses. Don't rush. Ecclesiastes tells us in chapter 5, verse 19, I believe, God has given wealth and possessions and power to enjoy them and to accept his lot and to rejoice in his toil. This is the gift of God. Enjoy what you have. Love the one you're with. Do, 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 all of that. Enjoy it. So that's the second thing we get with peace, with this fruit of the Spirit. We get to enjoy living. The third thing, write this down, next to the letter A, write acknowledge. We need to acknowledge that God is in control. Let's be honest. It's easy for us to acknowledge in the state of unrest. It's easy to acknowledge our difficulties. That's easy for us. We do that pretty well, I think. It's easy pointing fingers and tossing the blame onto the first thing that we can find that looks the part, right? I'm experiencing this pain because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. This is all because of something that they did. The kids are acting all crazy because the TV is making them act this way. It's because they listen to rap music, heavy metal. We pass the blame pretty easy, don't we? We acknowledge that we are experiencing hardship, and then in that acknowledgement, we start finding fault in others, in the system, fault in the world. Well, there's plenty of fault in others, that's true. Plenty of fault in the system, so is that. The world, that's all true. I'm not arguing these things. But you know why people always cry for peace? Why the hippies are, are like stereotyped with saying, Peace, man. Make love, not war. They did that because peace is the opposite of what this world gravitates toward, isn't it? Unless we have that unbalanced source that stops it in its tracks, we are not going to pause, not going to enjoy anything. How can we? We need to acknowledge not just that there are difficulties that are beyond our control, 
but also that there is a peace that is within our grasp. I'm going to say that again. We need to acknowledge not just that there are difficulties that are beyond our control, but also that there is a peace that is within our grasp. Acknowledge that God is in control. Luke chapter 12, Jesus says to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food, the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens, they neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? God knows what's going on around you. And God will see to your needs. God will give you peace. Philippians 4, 7 tells us the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This peace, this gift from God will guard your heart. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it become hardened. Experience peace. Let God guard your heart and your mind. Don't worry. Don't be anxious. The scripture where Jesus was just talking to his disciples, it continues, in in which of you being anxious can add a single hour to his span of life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Don't be anxious. Acknowledge that God is in control. God loves you. God offers peace in the midst of the noise, the distractions, the frustrations of this world. God offers rest. Rest. That leads us to the next thing I want you to write down this morning. Next to the letter C, write calm. Calm. Through this fruit of the Spirit, we get to experience calm. Jesus Christ with his disciples. I love this story. Uh, Mark chapter 4, also in Matthew or Luke chapter 8, Jesus had been teaching near the Sea of Galilee, and he just wanted some peace of mind, some, some rest away from the crowd. So he and his disciples, they decide to go out on the water, get away for a day trip, uh, take the boat over to the other side, to the other shore, where there weren't any large towns, large crowds of people. And I love this. This story speaks to the humanity in Christ. He got tired of work, right? Who can relate to that? I can. Tired of being around people all the time. Can you relate? Jesus Christ, our Savior, the one that we try to emulate. Even Jesus needed to go off the grid for a little bit. To leave his cell phone on vibrate, turn it off entirely. Rest and relaxation. A mini vacation with his friends. Does this speak to any of you? Can, can I get a witness? So they push off. Jesus experiences so much peace that he dozes off. He's, he's sleeping and this storm comes up out of nowhere, which isn't all that unusual. The Sea of Galilee had sudden storms all the time. But what is important to notice is that even his friends, some of which were professional fishermen, they were afraid for their lives. So you have Jesus asleep, and fishermen fearing for their life. How is it that Jesus could sleep? How could he be at peace when this storm was raging? Jesus wakes up. Well, his friends wake him up. He's like, it's all good, man. I kind of hear him with this hippie tone to his voice. Do you still have no faith, man? 
Then he calms the sea. Calm. Now this speaks to the deity in Christ. Christ, uh, Jesus calms the storm. Only God controls the wind. God controls the things that we have no control of over in this world. You know. This story reminds us that we can experience calm. Even in the midst of the storm, Jesus was sleeping. We can experience calm because God gives us that kind of peace. It passes all understanding, I know. We, we find peace of mind through acknowledging that God is in control. We can rest easy in the knowledge that God will not leave us nor forsake us. That even when we doubt and when we lack faith and we get so caught up in the noise all around us that God offers and brings about calm in the midst of calamity. I don't know about you, but I can use more calm. How do we get it? Where's mine? The last thing I want you to write down next to the letter E, write encounter. The peace of God allows us to encounter God wherever we are, whatever we're going through. Whatever storm may rise up against you, you can encounter peace. Whatever voices may swell and thunder around you, saying all kinds of bad things about you, talking behind your back, or or maybe confronting you, getting right up in your face, you can encounter the peace of God, the peace that passes all understanding, wherever you are. You don't need to be in a certain place to encounter God. There are church buildings all over the country, and as awesome as those buildings are, you don't need walls to encounter God. God exists beyond the walls. God is encountering people in coffee shops, in movie theaters, in warehouses, in storefronts. God is encountering people in nightclubs, in their pajamas, in front of their computer screens, on on street corners, all over the place. People are encountering God in the midst of the calamity of this world. They are experiencing calm in their storms. They can acknowledge and give praise to God from whom all blessings flow. They They can enjoy the blessings that God has given, is giving They can stop and smell the roses. They can pause. Get away for a bit. And so can you. This fruit is available to all of us. The world will still be there when you get back. It's okay. Hit the pause button. God says, spend some time with me. Let the things of earth grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. All over this planet, people are encountering the peace of God in their everyday places. How do you encounter God? Do you set time aside? Do you pause what you're in the middle of? Do you initiate the encounter at all? Or are you just waiting, just waiting for God to initiate? Remember, on the boat, the disciples woke Jesus up. When you lack peace, when you lack faith, and perhaps that is you right now, wake Jesus up. Remember, Jesus can experience peace anywhere and through Christ. You too can experience peace in the midst of any storm. If you need some of that, 
that peace in your life. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Initiate the encounter. Reach out to God. You'll find that God is always there reaching out to you. I pray that you will experience the peace of God today, right now. The peace that passes all understanding. The peace that enters in. An unbalanced force in, in contrast to the system and to the way that this noisy world works. I pray that for you this morning. I pray that you will pause, that you will enjoy life, that you acknowledge that God is in control, that you will calm down, and that you will encounter God in your life starting right now. That is my prayer for each of you. That is my prayer for myself. I could use more peace. Would you pray with me? Dear God, please just offer us the peace that passes all understanding. Just enter in into the midst of the calamity and bring us calm. Allow us to pause and to just enjoy this life, all the blessings that you have given us. Let us see, Father, that we are blessed to bless others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen.